thing we need absolutely in our lives, especially in the age of social media, is we need to have self-control over our mood, over our attitude, because a lot of things can go ahead and set us off. We're going to talk about that on more on this episode of Real Talk with Sensei Nick. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show today. So I am super excited that we are going to go ahead and talk today about the third tenet of Chasundo, self-control. For those of you who may not have heard me before, my name is Nick Tabor. I have been in the martial arts for 30 years. I am a second-generation practitioner of Chasundo. The way of oneself is where the loose translation is, and there are seven tenets, courtesy, indomitable spirit, self-control, perseverance, integrity, honesty, and humor, that we're going to be talking about in this series, and chances are you have not heard of me before, because I'm recording this for the virtual podcon. Um, this is great. Sarah, I want to thank you very much for moderating this. This is really, really awesome. But we're going to get into this today. Um, this is going to be super fun, and we're going to get into certain topics that may be a little difficult to talk about, but you know what? Honest, uh, <laughs> real talk with Sensei Nick is about keeping it real and about keeping it strong. So, self-control. What you would think about that right away is the ability to control your mood in a difficult situation or the ability to control yourself is the is the actual definition itself now there are so many times where i see this especially in the last election you know so many people snipping at each other and you know, go look at social media y'all like you will see so many people just oh my god did you see what he did did you see this did you see that oh my blah, 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 blah. does it get us anywhere no it absolutely does not get us at anywhere at all because what happens is we are victims of emotion it's not our faults we are emotional beings put on this planet. 100% of the time, we are going to react. Like, if you tell me that, oh, you're going to have to control yourself in a situation, like, you know, say whatever you want about me, about the way that I do things, about the way that I look, or whatever may have you, but say something about my wife, or say something about my family, there's a reason why I'm strong. You will feel a horrible wrath. Like you just get into it and you're like, no, we're not gonna do this. We are not gonna go ahead and get that, you know, and get there. So we, I lose control all the time. I lose control at that point and I hold a grudge. And I, and I don't have an opportunity to really forgive myself for quite a while or forgive the other person. My wife is way better at that than I am. You know, she is one of those people who will quickly go ahead. I'm like, you don't believe what they said about us? Oh my God, that we're horrible people. She's like, dude, that's their opinion. Whatever. And I'm like, huh. All right. So that's their opinion. All right, good. You know, so they kind of like just let it go. Let it move on, you know, and you just let it be. Let it do what you have to do. 
and then there are people who might interrupt you and you gotta think of one thing like well let's get into it right so we're gonna talk about you know four particular places where we want to have self-control we're talking about it in life in your relationships at work and finally how to pass that on how to help others it's not just about you know martial arts it's not just about fighting it's not just always about self-defense it's about the entire lifestyle that we need to go ahead and pursue. We need to make sure that we are in a good state because again, the seven tenants are tenants themselves that you are not gonna be able to perfect 100% of the time. You personally are gonna struggle a lot. You're gonna struggle and you're gonna say, okay, some days you're not gonna do this. Some days you're not gonna do that. Self-control, sometimes we judge, this is the one that is the hardest one of all, in my opinion, because sometimes something just gets to you. Something just feels wrong and something isn't right. Now, by the way, I am a part of the uh, PodCon as well for, uh, again, thank you, Sarah. Thank you to everyone who put this and, you know, invited me along. Uh, go ahead down in the comments and you know write anything you want any questions whatever you may have you i'm certainly willing to answer them as we go on so we're talking about life okay self-control in life we're going to talk about uh, you know social media now you get those people like i had this yesterday and for my day job i work in a clinic that serves the community, does a lot of great work, but you know, a large part of our of our operation is the coronavirus vaccine. Now, this woman on social media posts this thing about how the pandemic is fake, how she just, you know, lost her job because all these numbers are awful and how people just hated Trump, so they faked this whole thing. And it's not real that 500 people, 500,000 people died. And I'm like, and you know, the first thing I thought of was like, bitch, what? What the hell do you think I'm doing? Like, you know, immediately, like, I took to my phone and I'm like, I want to go hurt you. Like, just started doing, I'm like, you know what? No. I'm not going to give her this attitude. I'm not going to go ahead and push any further than this. So I'm just saying, bitch, what the hell? Like, and I thought about it for a moment. Let me take this out so you can see me a lot more. You look at it and go, why would anyone even think that? You're, this is a deadly pandemic that is passing on. And you know what I told myself? Nick, you got to breathe. Take a moment. Breathe for yourself. Take a moment, relax. And say to yourself, I'm going to forgive this person for the first few minutes. Um, we did a recent episode on forgiveness. You can look it up that, uh, on that, any, any catcher of your choice. Um, it's uh, Real Talk Forgiveness. You can figure it out right there, Real Talk with Sensei Nick Forgiveness. Um, but you could see that. Now, I looked at it, I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. No, that, that ain't going to happen. And I thought to myself, I'm like, I am going to forgive this person and say, you know what? I felt so sorry that she got to this point where she's so ignorant that she had to say all this and still believes all this. And I said to myself, you know what? Number two, I'm not going to waste my time. 
I'm not going to stay here and I'm not going to go, well, all right, I think I've got to take the moment to say, you know what, it's not worth it. And I just simply, what it was on Instagram, I simply just hit the three dots, went to her, unfollowed, and just blocked her and just get it out of my life. Think about how much time you spend going, oh my God, you know this happened, what happened here? This is so bad, this is awful, right? And you think about that and how much time we spend. There's an app on your phone that you can look and see how much time you're spending on social media, how much time you're spending on it in general every day. And you go, you know what? Is your time worth it? And realize, is your time valuable for this situation? Now, if you have somebody who is genuinely being wrong in a real world, like you have someone who is at a grocery store and is yelling at the clerk about something and they're just doing their job, you know, by all means, if you can control and you could say, I'm just going to say my piece and move on, but look around and also know your audience and know the area. But if you can tell this person and get in their way and just stick up for someone, that's okay. That's okay. That's integrity. That's perseverance. That's other stuff we're going to talk about on The Real Talk. But when you have this moment, when you say to yourself, self, is it going to be worth my time to get in here? Is it going to be worth my time? I have so much more energy. I only have so much energy that I have to fill every day. You have that much energy every morning and you're going to spend it wasting time bitching about something or trying to get back at somebody. And years ago, I uh, one of the things I absolutely regret is there was a family friend of mine. Um, we vehemently disagreed in politics and we vehemently disagreed in life on uh, almost everything. Needless to say, he was not a family friend much longer. But I told him, uh, he's like, oh, marriage is between one man and a woman. No, I'm not afraid of homosexuals. And he did this big, long rant. And I'm like, dude, and I meant to say, what is the point of this rant? You know, you know, it doesn't affect your marriage. And I said, people like you argued for, uh, inter- you know, against interracial marriage in the 50s and 60s. So why, why spend this energy? He immediately berated me again, and I, like, and I went back eight years later because Facebook memories don't make, oh, yeah, this was my fault. This was my fault. And, you know, we looked at it and go, yeah, I shouldn't have said that, you know, vehemently calling him a racist when he disagreed on another thing that had nothing to do with racism. And, you know, maybe saying the same argument was, But, you know, I can't take it back now. And I don't regret not seeing him anymore, and I don't regret not talking to him, but, you know, because he had many other things that were dead on wrong. But for my life, I personally had to say, I should have said, you know what, I'm not gonna gonna do this because we have so much on social media that we have to do. We have so much on social media that we can't say, or we shouldn't advertise in our life, you think about it, if it's negativity you're spewing out there, how much time are you spending? Like, do people really need to hear about all this? Do they need to hear about you getting a divorce? 
or they need to hear about all these other things that are just bringing the world down. And if you need to vent, or if you have somebody who is venting, take a look, forgive that person, and you feel sorry for yourself, right? Now, for those of you who do know me, who would be watching, um, one of the things that um, you may know is that I am a personal trainer as well. In life, when you talk about self-control, one of the first things that is brought up, and you might have been thinking about this already, is dieting. How do you control yourself with a diet? Like, I went to the grocery store yesterday, and, okay, some of you probably already know what's going to happen, because this has been around grocery stores all the time. I'm thinking about my wife and we're gonna like, okay, we're gonna do healthy foods, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that, and we're gonna get what's on the list. And there's three little cute little girls right in the front selling Girl Scout cookies. And I really should be careful of saying this because my wife's actually two rooms down probably hearing why didn't I get Girl Scout cookies. But I looked at it and I'm like, mmm. Okay, I'm thinking to myself, man, those Thin Mints sound good, or, you know, I'm going to get a box of each and spend $50 with these people, but I don't have any cash on me, so, and everything is Apple Pay, and I'm like, you know what, is it worth it? You know, I tell my clients this thing with self-control and diet and portion control, because it all falls into it is you want to go ahead and eat all those foods that you love, but does the food love you back? Think about that for a moment. Does the food love you? Do you want to, if you want to eat all that food, you want to eat that cheeseburger, and they're like, yeah, but Wendy don't love you. You know, Wendy don't love you. The, the Burger King is not going to go ahead and bow down to you because you bought that burger. The clown ain't gonna give you anything. There's a reason why McDonald's was one of the first to introduce toys, because they wanted people to get addicted very early on in life. You ate our food, here's a toy for it, here's a reward for being good. They came up with that concept and you know what parents do it, other parents do it, and they keep moving on. And things become very different. So when you think about with self-control, think about number one, does the food love you back? Little Debbie don't love you. Little Debbie a ho-ho. Little Debbie is just a marketed brand that's gonna sell you sweets that's gonna trigger in your brain that this is absolutely awesome. This is the stuff that you're gonna, is it worth it? No, does it love you back? And you think to yourself, like one of my good buddies of mine who's a dance teacher, he does this awesome thing and he does this where he says, I get to eat later. We have to think about food when you're like, okay, oh God, I really want a piece of chocolate right now. Ooh, I really want it. Number one, does it love you, right? If it don't love you, don't bother with it. You don't want any of that stuff. Now, and you think about it like, but little Debbie don't love you and you're like, okay, but I get to eat something later. And you're like that craving, that control where you're like, and you drive by that Wendy's or you drive by something and you go, ooh, ooh, I really wanna get that burger. No, because you've got stuff to do. 
you've got to go get your medication. You've got to go for a run. You've got to do other things. And you know what? You get to eat later on. And you get to do other things. And that food is a fuel, is a fuel source to get to do other things and keep moving forward. And I did this myself where I went to the grocery store and I ate some food, you know, it was just like after breakfast. I had a whole load of teaching. I had a whole load. Of, I'm kind of a little hungry. Kind of made that mistake myself. You never go to the grocery store hungry. Never. But I went down to there and I'm like, okay, and I'm driving home and I'm like, oh man, you know what's really good right now? And I mean, well, I'm a personal trainer, but I'm human and I'm looking at those, you know, the kids with the with the cookies and I'm like I want those Girl Scout cookies oh man I want those Girl Scout cookies and I'm like I gotta have those Girl Scout cookies but you know what I said to myself I get to eat later I get to eat later there's food at home that I get to enjoy and I get to do this with my wife I get to eat some food I get to hang out with her if I spend time and I spend time with those kids, yeah, we're gonna get a whole bunch of cookies and all that stuff, but, and there's a giant but in this, you gotta think, I'm gonna take time away from spending time with my wife. And that ain't right. That ain't what we wanna do. You know, again, little Debbie don't love you, but then there's time that you're gonna spend. And the best thing in the world is spending time with your loved ones. Especially where we are right now, y'all. Like, we got this pandemic that is taking us apart. Like, I just recently got inoculated, and we're gonna get into something with relationships in a second. I just recently got inoculated, and last week was the first time since Christmas I got to spend significant time with my 95-year-old grandma. And I had a blast. Like, I'm like, okay, I can see my grandma. Like, I, I couldn't sleep. It was like, you know, the stereotype of a kid when I go to Disney. I'm like, I get to see my grandma. I get to do this. Like, I'm good. I'm, I'm not, not, you know, I'm fully inoculated so I can go see her now without worrying about infecting her if I had it. I'm tested. I'm fine. I'm good to go. Yeah, right? And I'm good. So I'm like, yeah, but man, I get to spend time and I do that. Do I want to go ahead and get to the... Dunkin' Donuts and eat all, but no, because it takes time away from loved ones. And think about this, as you think about the control, you want to make it as painful as you possibly can when you think about food. Every cookie that I eat, I have to spend an hour on the bike. I have to burn that time in order to get that fuel back, and I have to make sure that I'm around because my wife and I don't have children. We have God kids, but it's just us. And for my sister and my brother-in-law, who are going to be our only family, you know, once our parents go, we got to be around for them. I personally made it as painful that I said to myself, self, I want to be there for everybody else, for my God kids. I don't want them to be at my funeral before they're 50 before they're in their 70s. I want to be really super old. I want to be that old man who is going to love being old. Man, I want to be that old man who's going to say whatever the hell's on his mind. You know those old people that are just fun? Like, who just say whatever they're like, I want to say this. I'm in, right? Now, self-control in relationships. 
relationships, super important thing. And it's amazing, right? Like we pick humans who we do this on this big ball, you know, firing around at millions of miles an hour in this universe. And we pick that human and say, I like that one. I want to do stuff for a very long time. I want that human to be there. That's going to be awesome, right? And we say, yeah, all right. But there's, a, there's egos that come into play. There's egos and there's other things that you want to go ahead and think about, right? So you say to yourself, self, I need to control myself here. But what we don't do is one wants to do something else, one to the other, and you know what? Things have come to blows. This happened very early in my relationship with my wife. You know, we've been dating since we were 16. I'm 36 years old. She's about to be 36 in a month and a half. And, you know, so we're coming up on our 20 year anniversary. And early on, what happened is one person wanted to do one thing, another person wanted to do another. And we get angry. And we're like, boy, you knew I should, don't you love me? And full disclosure, some of this came from me. A lot of it came from me, honestly. But, you know, she would just be like, I, oh my God. And I'd be like, oh my God. And then we just start yelling and screaming at each other. But then you think about it, right? If I wanted to go out somewhere or like, no, let's do, no, forget that, right? I, she works from home. I work outside in a day job and, you know, she's lucky enough to be self-employed. If I get home and she's like, and I'm just all tired, right? And like, Oh my God. And then she gets home and she's like, I get home there and she's like, Hey, let's go out to dinner. You want to go out to dinner? That'd be fun. That'd be awesome. I'm like, and then looking at that couch and you're thinking about that couch, right? And you're like, I just want to spend time doing nothing. And you know what happens is you start getting the blows. You know, you feel that tension all of a sudden that nobody wants, right? But here's the key to having self-control, controlling your emotions, controlling the situation to make it better for yourself. Making sure that you communicate. On a constant basis, communication in your relationships. I want you to think about this. If we're taking time and it's just, you know, you expect the other person just to sense it. We've been together 20 years, y'all. So we want to make sure we want to say, oh, yeah, I got this. Like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to go on the couch. And she's like, comes up with an idea. I'm like, oh, like, I don't want to do that. But, you know, the phrase happy wife, happy life applies. But also, that's not always true. Happy partnership, better overall for the companionship. Maybe I just coins that, but you work it out yourself. Put something down below if you're watching that. What's better? Happy wife, happy life, better partnership, better companionship. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but you have this time. If, you, if I spend the time and, you know, there are times where I do that and I text her from work. I'm like, hey, I really hope you don't have too many plans or I hope you have something you want to do. Can we please just have a night in or can we please just not do anything right now yeah okay because it's just i'm not a mind reader she's not a mind reader 
And there are many partnerships or many relationships in your life where people take advantage over time where we don't express anything. And suddenly it all comes out. Where it's like, what the hell? Like, how did this happen? What happened here? One of my best buds um, that I had for years and our relationship was strained for a little while. And you know, we would spend time chatting with each other about everything. And I, we got to a funk where I assumed, and you know, putting blame on me too, I assumed that he understood me. And he assumed that he understood me too. And then eventually he just exploded on things that he didn't mean to say for years. And I'm like, holy crap. Like, whoa. Like, and it took a while. It, it, it took my breath away. I'm like, are you really feeling that way, dude? And he's like, yeah. You know, and he's like, you haven't been the greatest friend to me in a very long time. I'm like, oh, shoot. And. And I turned her back and I'm like, dude, why didn't you say anything about this? Like, what happened? I'm, I'm kind of shocked. And being honest about it, I'm like, I don't know what to do here. And he's like, maybe we just need to spend a little time and, you know, figure life out. And he was on another podcast of mine, Movie Theater Time Machine. He's like, I think I need some time to figure things out. I'm like, okay, good. You know, you're here, but I just wish it would have been more. I still love him to death like a brother. My door is always open for him. He is welcome back in my life at any point in time. However, I wish he would have communicated more. I really wish he did. And that self-control, when you talk about a relationship, you can't express, you can't expect, rather, everybody to be knowing what's going on all the time. You know, don't treat it as if you are in there, you know, in their head all the time, that you know everything whether you've been together for a month, a week, or whether you've been together 20 years. Whatever kind of relationship you're in, you always need to talk and you need to converse. And I think that's the thing is you don't want to have the emotion get a hold of you. Because we are emotional beings, don't forget that. And you know what, another thing we talk about is actually a good transition to talk about work. There are times at work where you have to control yourself based on who you're talking to or you want to say something and you suddenly want to scream to the hills about something or you want to just shout it right in that damn motherfucker's face and you just want to say like, what the heck is going on with you? Or what is happening and there's no communication. Explosions can hurt. You know, explosions can hurt relationships and especially where you spend the majority of your time at work and if you, even if you have a salaried position, you spend way more time than, you know, normal hourly people would, but you form relationships with these people very quickly, you know, no matter what it is, because you're all dealing with the same job. You know, for me, for my day job, you know, I personally have these people uh, who are under me, who I supervise, and, you know, we all pretty good. And there are times, you know, other offices want to blame our office or want to blame others or dictate the wrong policy. And you immediately want to go, what the hell did you say? No, you don't want to do that, right? Because you don't want to get in their face and you know, be those people that throw the finger at somebody because then you're feeding into all that stuff. And when you're feeding into it, you're going, I don't like what you're doing. Ah, blah, blah. Become. 
number one, right? If you want to control yourself, one of the things you have to understand is everybody has a perspective. This coronavirus has pushed us all apart. And we personally, as humans, when we're in our silos, what happens is we're all very creative people. And you think about the brain like a big jigsaw puzzle, right? And we want to go ahead and be the great person. We want to be creative. And you have all those jigsaw pieces, you're missing one piece right back here. What happens is we want to fill that in. We want to talk and we want to say, hey, I want this, I want that, this happens, that happens, blah, 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 right? Now, when this all comes together, what we need to do is we need to remember that missing piece, it's missing on our side. On the other side, they have that piece filled in. But you know what happens? You know when you get that jigsaw piece that you put it together and it fits, but then, you know, what I used to do with jigsaw puzzles when I was a kid, I used to love jigsaw, right? And you put it together and uh, Milton Bradley, I'm probably speaking way too old for the room right here, but Milton Bradley used to have this particular pattern. And if you memorize the pattern, you used to flip the, I used to flip it over and then just see the pattern and go, okay, do that, flip it over and see what I was building. Sometimes what would happen is the piece that should fit that pattern is over to another place and it doesn't quite look right. That's what happens. Everybody has this perspective and everybody has this thought where you go, yeah, I should be there. And immediately what happens is you come to blows and we get very emotional. Now, there's a couple things here. Number one, understand the perspective of the other person. And this person who is a good woman, a very, very, very good teacher and a good friend, works in another office who does a very similar job to my office, but it's a different set of rules that happen. And we want to go, oh my God, and our emotions get really high when they're wrong. But you know what? We haven't worked together in a year, really. Like, there's been no communication between one office and another because of the way the pandemic is, and I told you I work in a clinic, we don't work with face-to-face people in my office, we work over the phones. The front, that other office, deals with them face-to-face. Two totally different worlds. There's that jigsaw thing. And because we dealt with them over the phone first, we have our perception and that jigsaw piece missing that they understood everything and sometimes they don't. And this woman had a totally different policy thought and I went, no, that's not it. And I understood, I went, wait a minute. Okay, she's probably saying that because this happened or that happened. And in between, there's this nurse asking me, you know, she tried to throw a situation at me saying, oh no, this is the policy that person said. I'm like, no, that's actually not the policy. Number one, you know, what we're talking about understanding, to speak with kindness and calmness. Because said person, the nurse, she absolutely did not have anything to do with this, right? So said person is, you know, it's just a bystander. I said, no, actually, you know what, this is the way it is, is the person who made this you know, who, who did this is the one who has to call the patient and, you know, and redo it. That's where we came together on that. 
Oh, okay. Like, and then it just, you know, it's through no fault of your own because they're like, that's how, that damn woman, that shit always has, she's not going to need to get involved, you know? Said person, you know, like, okay, we'll deal with it and you deal with it another day. You know, if you have communication, you know, maybe you have a, a shared boss and you're like, you know what, there was kind of a screw up on this and you might want to communicate something a little better. Because number three, make sure you communicate. Like, especially where, you know, if you want to have self-control, it's like, you know what, we'll handle it. But the emotions get really high when no one's talking. I worked in a tourism company for almost a decade and a half. And that said company is one of the most notoriously horrible companies on communication. The, co the corporate office made all the decisions and then funneled it out to all the other offices. And, you know, so this is what we're going to do. But they would come up with a policy at 10 a.m. and by 12 it would be something different. 2 o'clock, something different. 4 o'clock, what they had at 10 was right. 5 o'clock, oh, we're going to scrap the whole thing and we'll start again tomorrow. And, you know, not knowing what's going on and you didn't know that other side, you didn't understand what's happening or try to say, you know what, this might be kind of difficult there's a very different thing and there's no planning out. And that's where we lead to where you talk about self-control, really controlling your emotions. Because you know when you say it is what it is and also leading with this. I always have my life mantra. Everything is temporary. No matter what. Whether it's good. If it's good, it's going to pass. And you've got to hold on to that like a good meal or like good conversation with somebody that is going to end and you got to hold on to that spirit of that good time because it's finite the bad things if it's really bad this is not going to be forever if you have something that is really god awful like you know maybe you lost a lamb or maybe something else may happen this is where you got to say like it leads me to the last point and I think I'm almost done with my time here. I don't see Sarah on the feed. Um, but Sarah, please, um, please, you know, flag me if I'm going a little too long. I think I have 45 minutes. Um, but you got to remember here, um, everything is temporary. And this is how you start to pass things on. I show people that things are not going to be forever. And they're like, how do you not get bothered with something? How do you stay so zen? What, are, what do you do that's just easy? And you know what I do? I say, you know what? It's not going to be forever. An argument with somebody. If I'm in the wrong with someone at work, or if I'm in the wrong with somebody wherever I may be, what I need to do is I need to be sure and say, you know what? I was wrong here. I was totally in the wrong. I wasn't correct. I wasn't right. And that ends it. And, you know, where I say to myself, I say, you know, with self-control, it's not going to be forever. A bad situation where my emotions might get, my emotions do go up. As I think to myself, it's not going to be forever. It's not going to be a long time because our emotions come up because it almost in our in our in our brains we want to say it's permanent at some point like this is the most wrong situation ever and we react very emotionally no no it's not gonna there's gonna be more later on there's gonna be others later on and we tell ourselves self don't worry about it 
where I stop for a moment and examine it. And there are times where, you know, like a coworker where I said something and misinterpreted what they say and I'm messaging her back and forth and I'm like, you know what? My bad. And she messages back and says, yeah, you know what? It was my fault too. Matter over. It's temporary. Teach others. This is not when you see people get emotional. Let them experience their emotions, wrong or right, or whatever it may be. And then you tell yourself, self, it's got to end. Self, it's not going to happen anymore. Self, this is fine, and we're going to keep going. And then you analyze, and the perspective becomes something very, very different. Everything is temporary. Okay, so... That about does it for this episode. We're talking about self-control. So I am recording some episodes very soon, and very soon we're getting on to the end of the season for Real Talk with Sensei Nick. And we're going to take a break, and we're going to start recording sometime in May very soon. I think I'm going to take April off completely. So let me tell you, I want to thank the people at the PodVCon for inviting me on for this. I'm going to wrap up very soon and give a few minutes back for time. I want to thank everyone. If there's questions, go ahead and put them down. We talk about personal stuff on this channel all the time. We talk about this podcast, Real Talk with Sensei Nick. Next week, we're, next time you see this out here, we're going to talk about the, uh, the perseverance tenet, what we can do to stay perseverance, what we can do to keep moving forward. With difficult times and hoping we're going to have a very good friend of mine do that and we're going to talk later on about integrity honesty and humor and this has been real talk with sensei nick on a conversation about self-control hope you have an amazing day and keep in mind we are a part of the 4041 media family so 4041media.com an excellent podcast home for anybody in the fall River, massachusetts area there's podcasts such as Movie Theater Time Machine, Free Your Geek, Psych Your Crime, Historic Pinstripes, a great podcast about the Yankees by my buddy Brian, who does an excellent job. Many streamers, including Reclasis, who broke many world records on streaming and many world records that he's done all around. He's a great guy um, on speedruns, a great dude. Excellent, Corey. All right, gang, have yourself an amazing day. Be good. Take care of yourself, and let's take care of each other. This is Sensei Nick. I'm out.